Well, hello everyone, and uh, welcome back to another episode of the Jay Doherty Podcast. Obviously, this is not a normal show. This is not the normal intro for this show. The song is uh, Explore by Liquid, and I'm broadcasting live right now for the uh, 63rd episode of the podcast. Uh, at 7.05 right now, Thursday, January 24th, 2019. So much to talk about in news, politics, and what I'm going to be doing. It's all coming up next. Certainly a a busy day in government, or maybe a not-so-busy day, as it is now the 34th day of the government shutdown. It's been partially shut down for, as I'm recording this right now, 33 days, 20 hours, 6 minutes, and 24 seconds. And perhaps an end now potentially in sight, as a source tells uh, the public and others that the White House could be preparing a draft for a national emergency order, and they could have allocated $7 billion for the wall. Also, just breaking this evening, the United States just ordered all non-emergency government personnel out of Venezuela due to the ongoing crisis uh, in Venezuela, led by, of course, the infamous dictator uh, Nicolas Maduro, who now supposedly is having increased ties to Russia. And, um, you know, it, it really, not only through, and we'll, we'll talk about this more, but not only through, you know, the policy that he governs, but also, you know, he really has been, he's been meeting with Vladimir Putin and uh, so many other people. So it's going to be very interesting to see what the, that comes out to be. Uh, other topics for tonight's show, uh, I'm going to be talking about uh, two new things. Well, actually, one thing that I just brand new launched out of the gate, uh, and the other thing. Uh, something that I'm revamping, TDF, that's revamping, <laughs> and it's, uh, I'm going to be talking about that and a lot more on uh, episode number 63 of the Jay Doherty podcast, recorded Thursday, January 24th, 2019, the show today brought to you by Blueberry, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y, if you go to j-doherty.com slash B-L-U-B-R-R-Y, you can get a month free of their podcast hosting and analytics service and also support the show uh, at the same time. So, yeah, it's kind of a win-win deal, and all you have to do is go to j-doherty.com slash b-l-u-b-r-r-y. I'll explain why this is not the normal intro and why this is uh, Liquid by Explore in just a second. Uh, Coming up next on uh, episode number 63 of the podcast. So, yes, uh, the reason that that was not the uh, normal intro for this episode was because, unfortunately, my... If you don't know, I I run... Well, I'll explain the thing first. Okay. So, uh, the, the, the reason that that's not the normal intro is because I... My drive, I use an external storage drive to reference all and record all of my media onto. Uh, well, I use kind of like an array, so it's four 8-terabyte drives, and each of them are allocated to different things. Uh, some are the podcast episodes, some are the recording for the podcast episodes, some are featured images, some are hosting platforms that I do in backups for things that I do on my actual network. So there's tons of different reasons that I have the that that 32 terabytes uh, amount of space, which I do use a good amount of it. But the one that holds all of the important recordings, all of the drive space for files that I do for my intro and everything, 
it failed this weekend, and, or last, well, yeah, last weekend, or whatever you want to call it, not, not this upcoming weekend, obviously, uh, but it failed, and, uh, I'm planning on sending it into Sweetwater, uh, uh, fortunately, I have all of my data from that particular drive backed up to my data management service called Genesis, if you don't know uh, about that, you can go to j-story.com and just click on Genesis, or go to j-story.com slash Genesis, um, and you can learn more about that, but, um, you know, I don't mean to, like, advertise this, but I was actually able, because of Genesis, a product that I built, uh, able to get back my data from, uh, like, just a two-week, uh, like, a little bit recent, uh, backup, when, if it, if it, if I didn't have that, I'd probably have to go, uh, send it back into, to Seagate, and wait a couple weeks to get it back, or go to a data management recovery service and have them charge me a hundred bucks and still have it, or more, and then still have it take a couple weeks. So I was very, very happy that I was able to get that data back. Uh, Unfortunately, I haven't been able to copy it because it takes hours, and I have to use my computer and take it out of my room, you know, every once in a while, actually every, like, eight hours. So I couldn't, I'm not able to copy it. I'm going to be copying it, uh, you know, on Friday, uh, of this, uh, yeah, or I'm mean, gonna Friday afternoon, tomorrow afternoon, and then I'm gonna, it's, I hope to have it finished by Sunday night, or if it doesn't, it can go through Monday morning, and if it doesn't finish by then, then I'm just gonna have to pull it out, but hopefully I can copy it from my Genesis, uh, server array down to my local drive and have everything go well. So yeah, that's why this uh, episode has a little bit of a weird intro. Uh, I'm looking at some other uh, really like more redundant solutions from external companies perhaps in the future, but I really want to stick to just developing my own stuff and um, just kind of learning from my mistakes if I do make a mistake, you know, in terms of the um, data management stuff because, you know, that's, that's something that I'm kind of more new to than a lot of the other stuff, and I also want to make sure that, you know, if I do make, if I do lose a lot of data, then I know why, and I know how, and why to fix it. Um, so yeah, taking a look at the shutdown, 33 days, 20 hours, 12 minutes, and 9 seconds is the amount of time that it's been shut down for, so tons of time that it's being shut down, and supposedly, as of this evening, The White House is preparing a draft proclamation for President Donald Trump to declare a national emergency along the southern border and has identified more than $7 billion in potential funds for his signature border wall. And that is according to a document uh, that was leaked out, I suppose, by someone in the White House. It was somehow obtained by uh, CNN and uh, also a couple other media sources, but $7 billion, that's a number I haven't heard in a while. Uh, if, you, if you didn't know, I on, on one of the previous episodes, I was talking about how Seth Meyers went through in his uh, Closer Look segment, and, you know, said all the times that Trump had his different price points for the border wall. It started at 4, and then it went up to 7, and then it went up to 11, and then it went up to 15, and then it went up to 17, and then it went up to 20, and then it went up to $25 billion. All of those are billion. Then it came back down to five. Then it went up to five point seven, and then now it is supposedly going to be in seven billion in potential funds for the border wall. 
And by the way, all those promises for those scattered numbers were made on the campaign trail. It was not during his presidency. Uh, but now that this wall has become such a priority for him, $7 billion in funds is supposedly going to be allocated. Now, of course, he said, and he's even said that he didn't want to go the route of using a, uh, you know, declaring a national emergency. He thinks that the Democrats should have more cooperation. And to be honest, I don't know if I've said this before. I, th- I said it in the previous episode, episode number 62, when I covered Trump's uh, statement to the nation live at 3 o'clock uh, on, uh, I believe it was Friday. Or was it Saturday? I don't know. Uh, I can't remember the exact date, but I could actually check if I wanted to. But, um, yeah, I could actually. It was on, let's see here, uh, let's see, January 19th, which was a Saturday. So, yeah, he, he did make a statement to the nation on Saturday about the government shutdown. Um, but, yeah, so, I, you know, I, I've said, you know, for the first three weeks of the shutdown, it was totally Trump's fault when Pelosi denied... Even the not like just saying that the, his proposal in the statement to the nation was a non-starter. I thought that was not really great, and I think that she, you know, should elaborate more on her statement, her rebuttal to that. And I'm saying that more liberally, actually, than I am conservatively. Even though she did actually outline things that she would rather have him do, and to be honest, they're pretty much the same thing, only with a liberal twist on them. Um, you know, I could even say the same thing about Trump's. They're literally the exact same thing as Pelosi's, just with a conservative twist on them. And, you know, none of which, uh, both of these proposal, direct proposals directly follow through anything that Trump has ever said on his campaign trail. So, you know, that, that's... That that's supposedly what's uh, happened. Now, this leaked document. This is really interesting. I don't know how CNN got this, but supposedly this is what the um, the document says. Uh, let's see here. The massive amount of aliens who unlawfully enter the United States each day is a direct threat to the state safety and security of our nation and constitutes a national emergency. Now, therefore, I, Donald J. Trump, by the authority vested in me by the Constitution and the laws of the United States of America, including the National Emergencies Act, 50 U.S.C. 1601 ETSEQ, hereby declare that a national emergency exists at the southern border of the United States. That was supposedly a draft that was recently updated uh, as of last week, and that was supposedly uh, told to a source by uh, the U.S. government. So, very, very interesting. I, I mean, I think this is really interesting. To be honest, I don't think the the existence of a national emergency is ever supposed to be used by that, and I think Trump would even agree with that. I, I think he doesn't want to declare a national emergency. What I think he wants... I mean, first of all, this whole situation could be totally avoided if he didn't even come up with the wall or follow through with the wall or even mention the wall in the first place in 2016. He could have made border security certainly a priority, but the fact that he wants so badly to create this wall that he would even dare to declare a national emergency, something that is supposed to be for, you know, mostly internal uh, affairs that would go on within the government, I don't think that's really... I don't know. I don't think that's that, that's an appropriate use of the, dec- the declaration of a national emergency. I don't think that's really appropriate. 
Now, there's tons of other options that are being considered. Of course, this uh, sh- this national emergency declaration being one of them. Um, but the administration supposedly, or well, not supposedly, they these are some viable options that they could go to. But they're supposedly considering the following options: 681 million uh, from Treasury forfeiture funds. They could do that. They could also take 3.6 billion in military construction, 3 billion from uh, Pentagon civil works funds, and then 200 million from the Department of Homeland Security funds. Although, do you really want to take all that funding from? those very important places and institutions within the government? That is the the question that uh, Trump has to answer. Something I found interesting was, uh, also, was that um, Trump, or Trump's uh, daughter-in-law, uh, who is Eric Trump's wife, said that it was, that, that, um, you know, the, the uh, federal employees who are about to miss their second paycheck tomorrow are losing their paychecks for the sacrifice of our great nation. That's what she said. And I was kind of appalled by that, <laughs> uh, to be honest. Well, and I don't say appalled in the fact like, oh, wow, like I'm so offended by it. I think it's kind of insane that she's saying that. And... You know, I I think that's very... uh, While that could be an opinion of someone's, I think it's very, very exaggerated. I don't think that's really even necessary to say that, you know, these people are making uh, a... That, you know, these people are making sacrifices for our nation. I think that's blowing this way out of proportion, just like, and I would assume Trump would agree with me on this, declaring a national emergency would be a total... exaggeration, blowing this completely out of proportion. So, that's really interesting. I don't know what exactly is going to happen. Um, You know, of course, as I've said (laughs) numerous times within the past 14 minutes, uh, Trump, I don't think, wants to consider, or wants to declare a national emergency. Although, as we've (laughs) seen so many times, he will do things that you don't think or know or he has stated he didn't want to do in the first place. So who knows? I don't know what's going to happen with this. He's either going to pull funding from those various agencies, beg the Democrats and wait it out, or just declare a national emergency and get the whole thing over with. Who knows? I mean, really, the way I look at it is, and this is my final thought on this issue, uh, you know, when you declare a national emergency, it means that you are basically tipping into the United States Emergency Fund for, you know, forever on a doomsday attack or something like that. Or if there's something fundamentally immoral going on within a state that, for some reason, the federal government cannot stop due to a constitutional law, the closest thing that you could possibly do is declare a national emergency without invoking martial law. Especially over colleagues within a government, in this case of a state situation. So if you really look at the logistics of this, there is no reason the two Trump, other than his impatience and uh, obsession with this wall, to declare a national emergency, other than to reopen the government. To be honest, I think people would rather... I mean, to be honest, what I think the best solution is, and I think Pelosi and Trump should agree with this, 
reopen the government, or, well, first of all, they should have never shut it down in the beginning. They should have negotiated all this out. Trump's impulsivity to even consider shutting down the government led to the shutdown. But what they should have done is negotiated before, shut down the government for a couple days, if not less, put all this, you know, funding through, get all the plans out, when, when they have an actual plan, get all the logistics figured out, reopen the government with less than a week so no one misses their paycheck and everything's great. It's really not that hard. It's really, it was, uh, the, the start of it was because of Trump's impulsivity. So, who knows? I mean, I, I, the government really, at the end of the day, the government has to reopen. But I don't want Trump to get his wall. <laughs> I don't think it's really effective. But, you know, that's just my opinion. I don't know. That's just, I mean, really, the top priority for me is just getting the government reopened, in my opinion, as a citizen of the United States. That's that's what I would say if I were Trump or if I were anyone in the political office. So yeah, um, I was reading a quote uh, who was yelling at the Senate earlier today on the 34th day of the shutdown. It was Senator Michael Bennett said that, and I'm quoting this, at a certain point we actually need to govern the country again, and it's been a long time since we've been able to do that. So that's very interesting. And I thought... That was a great point. He yelled at everyone in Congress, and then he did an interview, actually, this evening, uh, a couple minutes ago on CNN. I was just watching it. Um, so, let's take a look at this. I believe I have the soundbite right here. This idea that he was going to build a medieval wall across the southern border of Texas, take it from the farmers and ranchers that were there, and have the Mexicans pay for it, isn't true. That's why we're here. So that's that's what the clip said. He was really fired up. If you watch the whole exchange, which you'll be able to find on the website, j-story.com, he was really, really fired up about this uh, border wall. He wanted to reopen the government. He said at some point, you know, we got we to gotta reopen the government, get to work here, because the longer we shut it down, the longer more people will not get paid, the longer more people will not be happy, and the longer we will get nothing done. If you go back and uh, listen to uh, the episode that I did when John McCain died, uh, the famous, well, the famous, in my opinion, quote, he just kept saying, we're getting nothing done, we're getting nothing done, we have to get things done. And I think that quote uh, embodies, um, you know, what the current situation is more than ever. Let's uh, transition over, and unfortunately, I don't have my swoosh sound effect uh, because that was on the server that or the the drive that crashed. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, let's transition on over to the next topic. United States ordered a n- all non-emergency personnel out of Venezuela. So, you know, if, again, if you want to input your opinions uh, for the next episode, call the number 312-625-8492. That's the number to call, 312-625-8492. And before we get to the uh, story here, I do want to tell you just a little bit about our sponsor for today's episode. The sponsor is Blueberry, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. You can go to the website, uh, to their website, j-doherty.com slash Blueberry. If you go to that specific link, you can get a month free and support the show. Blueberry, I've, I host all of my uh, public podcasting files on there for you know accessible media downloads and things like that. I host all of it on Blueberry. 
They're great. They do podcast hosting. They have incredible data networks up there. I do all of my podcast provision and listening. When you go, when you're li- you're listening to this podcast, and it's going through your ears right now because of Blueberry. And hopefully, when you clicked on it, it downloaded super fast, no problems whatsoever. And I get you know a bunch of people. They all, from what I've heard, have had great times. I know a bunch of other people who are who do this on a way larger scale than I do, where they're having hundreds of thousands of downloads per episode. They use Blueberry, they trust Blueberry, and they like Blueberry. So the website uh, to get a month free is j-dorty.com slash b-l-u-b-r-r-y. You can go over there and uh, take a look at that if you want to go over there and uh, help out the show and um, help out Blueberry because they're a great company. So, uh, I, I don't want to talk about this issue, uh, this next story here, too much, but um, basically what happened today, uh, the United States State Department uh, ordered all non-emergency government employees to depart Venezuela amid the ongoing diplomatic country crisis within the country, particularly having to do with the, what I assume, collusions, or not collusions, but the, the talks and collaboration between Venezuela and Russia. Obviously, they've had a huge crisis over in Venezuela for a long time, and um, recently, well, this is a st- formal statement put out by the U.S. government, they said that the U.S. government has limited ability to provide emergency services to U.S. citizens in Venezuela. If choosing to stay, ensure you have adequate to su- uh, adequate supplies to shelter in place. Now, of course, this statement came just hours after the Venezuelan president, Nicolas Maduro, said he's closing the embassy of Venezuela in the United States and all consulates, as well as pulling out diplomatic staff from the country. So, in addition to this statement that was formal, he said that uh, I'm going to return all of our diplomatic and consular staff from our country that is brought and close our embassy and all of our consulates in the United States. So, uh, you know, that was all um, during a speech at the um, Supreme Court of Venezuela. So, you know, it it was actually live on uh, VTV, which is their Venezuelan t- television network. And, you know, they have had... Venezuela has been in deep, deep trouble for the last... I mean, I don't know, four years really is when it started. But it's really gotten bad within the past six to twelve months. It's really been terrible. Um... And he's really being impulsive, and he's also had increased talks with Russia, which is even more scary now that uh, the United States is pulling out of this. Who knows what's going to happen? I mean, technically, the real concern is the ethics of uh, Maduro's leadership. If you don't know, Maduro has basically turned from what is you know, now basically formally known as a democracy into a dictatorship. He is constantly doing things more like a dictator in his country than doing it like a, uh, like a, like a democratic leader, which is supposed to be what they have, uh, you know, in there. And then on top of that, recently they've had a meeting, uh, Maduro has had meetings and more ties than ever between Russia. There's actually a picture of them laughing together and, you know, it's very, very interesting. For more on this, we go to Donald Trump to see what his opinion is. He says that it's actually a, quote-unquote, very, very sad situation, and we have our eye very closely on Venezuela. Very closely. 
So, very, very interesting there. I mean, basically, their whole country is in total turmoil. All their people are broke. No one has jobs. People are robbing places. It's, te- it's technically turned to where the 98% are on the bottom in full-fledged anarchy, and the 2% are at the top in full-fledged dictatorship and power mode. And that 2% is now starting to include Vladimir Putin, which is the scary thing and the more concerning thing of all that. So that's basically what's happening. I mean, of course, there's other stories that are going out talking about this and a lot more, but that that's really the meat of it from what I've, from what I've seen. So, yeah, um... That is that. Now, here, here's the thing that I wanted to talk about that I'm launching. That's that's uh, just starting today. And that is that I am launching a new service about how to launch a podcast from scratch. The reason I'm doing this is because, and of course I'm shifting now from, you know, uh, politics to what I'm doing. The reason I'm doing this is because I have gotten so many... So many people that just will message me or email me that, not that, you know, per se, listen to the show on a regular basis, just people that I know, saying, can you help me launch my podcast? Can you, you know, I I know you do a podcast, I like the way it sounds, can you just do that for me and replicate it exactly? I want all of you, I'll do whatever you need, Uh, you can come over whenever you want, blah, blah, blah. And I've gotten that request, I've done it for a couple people, and I want to help more people do it, but instead of just doing it on a one-off basis, I want to have a structured way of doing it. So if you go to uh, com slash podcast coaching, you can go there, click the start the process button or read whatever you want. I have a big uh, page put together that I was working on this week. Um, you learn about what resources I use, what resources I will teach you. It'll technically be a four to six week kind of training program that I'll go through. I have pre-recorded tutorials, pre-recorded audio bites about how to work certain programs, the ones that I'm going to be focusing on the tutorial specifically, and there's, of course, tons more, but uh, Audition, Adobe Audition, GarageBand, Audacity, uh, WordPress, how to get your podcast launched, basically from start to finish. And you're going to, I'm just basically going to be helping you all the way from scratch, and really, I'm focusing on the technological side of it, because that is what people are intimidated about, so you can learn more about why I'm doing this, how I'm doing this, and why I'm going to continue to talk about this on the website at j-story.com slash podcast coaching. Um, I talk about the interviews I've done, um, what what other stuff that you can get, I'll, there's basically what you get, the four main things are video courses that have t- taken hours to put in time to creating them, they're high quality, they do, in my opinion, a pretty good job of explaining each and every part of the software programs that I'm going to be um, teaching everyone about. Um, you also get access to me through a Slack channel. I have uh, 24-7 access to me. I will probably respond. I will, Definitely, I make the full commitment, regardless of whenever it is, to respond to you within 24 hours. Uh, you'll definitely uh, receive a high-quality podcast by the end of the four to six weeks that you spend training. And you also get email support and follow-up email mentoring after the course is over to make sure everything is going well and that you're continuing to have the results that you want. So uh, if you have questions about this, you can email me at j at j-story.com or just go to the website and click the Start the Process button and uh, everything will be all set. You just put your email in and uh, 
We'll get you all set up over there. The uh, link again is j-doherty.com slash podcast coaching. So yeah, that's that. The other thing I'm revamping is the Doherty Files, TDF. Uh, That was a project that I worked on for a little bit. Uh, It's basically all of the stories that I covered on this podcast were uh, put into a formal text documentation similar to a live, um, you know, like a newspaper type thing. And all of it was put in to this thing, and it was and it was formatted as if it was a newspaper. That was the goal of the whole thing, and that's what I'm revamping again with some political stuff, well, mostly political stuff, news stuff, tons of other stuff, and that's all going to be on uh, the website uh, j-story.com/news. So it's now going to be I've transferred it all over, with <laughs> the very daunting task of transferring things over. I transfer all of the data from the DohertyFiles.com domain, which no longer exists, unfortunately, uh, to um, uh, to j-dory.com slash news. There's also on the new homepage, which I uh, recently redesigned, uh, there's a big news button. You just click that little icon or that little text below the icon, and you can go ahead and uh, take a look and learn about the latest political news. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this is going to be the end of the episode. Uh, it's about uh, 29 minutes, just a little bit after. I'm going to be probably finishing at 30 minutes exactly. So it's good I hit my goal. <laughs> We're closing out uh, with Desaro. That's the artist. The song is You Go. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow.